So hello and welcome, my name's Steve Nabell and today I'm speaking with Darius Maybody on multidimensional approach to severe illness. Now Darius graduated in 1994 from the University of Heidelberg Medical School in Germany. He moved to London where he practiced oncology cancer medicine for 20 years and in 2002 he qualified as a light body integration practitioner with Almira Ariel Haller and Nicholas David Nagan and since developed his own to help individuals and groups raise their consciousness and undergo the ascension process. He left traditional medicine in 2015 in order to fully practice as a healer. He now lives in the south of France uh, near beautiful Montpellier and he travels frequently for his work to the UK and Mexico and his website will be going out as a link with this podcast. So hi Darius. Uh, hello Steve. Let me ask you, you know, you've gone through quite a transition from being a, a medical doctor working in cancer to a multidimensional healer. What was the transition like? Oh, it started already uh, when I was a student at the end of my studies. I became interested in some uh, complementary medicine and I was looking for some uh, other aspects, how to address uh, disease. I began meditating and uh, once I qualified as a doctor and started working, uh, at the times uh, it was still a lot that people worked quite a lot. So I was very busy and uh, didn't follow up my, on my spiritual evolution anymore. But at some point, uh, almost 20 years ago, uh, I was pushed by spirit uh, to uh, uh, further my uh, spiritual evolution. And I came across uh, Nicholas David Mang and uh, on, through him I opened up to my multidimensional abilities. Now, there's a world of difference, isn't there, between the multidimensional holistic approach to healing and the 3D approach to healing. You know, the body's a machine that breaks down or eventually wears out. So could you say something about this different approach? Yeah, I think maybe the question is to see what is uh, the nature of uh, disease? Why do we develop disease in the first place? Mm. And we can say... Uh, we as humans were incarnated here in this third-dimensional reality in order to have experiences and to learn and through this learning to evolve our consciousness, to raise our consciousness. And we do create our reality in order to have specific experiences so we can learn. And this is one aspect uh, that we uh, choose to manifest, whether consciously or uh, mostly unconsciously, in order to have specific uh, experiences and to evolve. So we can see a disease as a teacher and it's not our enemy, right? So this is an important thing. And it's uh, from my experience also when we address what is um, the learning experience of a disease, or often there are many uh, learning experiences um, uh, present uh, in a disease, if this is all addressed and integrated, then there is, uh, you take basically the, um, uh, the need for the disease to manifest out. Well, I know, because we talked earlier, disease comes to wake us up. Can you talk about disease as a kind of awakener? Yeah, so often uh, awakening on the spiritual path. Uh, so, so if uh, a life is comfortable, like uh, married to children, cat, dog, a house, three holidays a year, um, and that's not a great incentive to change. Mm. In order for us to wake up from our uh, current level of consciousness, we often need to have something to initiate uh, that force us to wake up. Uh, uh, severe disease can be one of these aspects, you know, that people feel I have to change something in my life. If I don't do anything, uh, I'm going to go downhill. I may even die. Right? Other things could be that uh, a partnership breaks down or people are in uh, war-torn countries. Uh, so something has to be there that really shakes people up. 
Absolutely. I mean, I've met a number of people that have said their illness was the best thing that happened to them, you know, particularly cancer, a few women who had breast cancer. Is this something you find that people actually feel really grateful further down the line? Yeah, it is. It's, it's from my experience, it's very important that uh, uh, people are open uh, uh, to uh, undergo healing and willing to change. Hmm. When people, uh, this is uh, without that, uh, a healing cannot uh, occur. If people are open, uh, they can have results, what you would just dream of in medicine. Obviously, you can never make any promises, uh, but uh, from my experiences, uh, the results of people were really, really good. And right. people's life also changed. It, uh, I saw that very often that people became more empowered, more clear, feel more aligned in their whole uh, uh, existence, despite the disease they have or they had. Well, there's a big difference, isn't there, in going to a doctor and saying, give me the pills to fix me, than coming to see someone like yourself where the patient is responsible as much as you for their healing. You know, if they're close to healing or at some level resist it, then it won't happen. Yeah, that's, that's correct. I mean, uh, uh, one aspect, what I also uh, do with uh, clients, whether they have a major disease or not, it is to claim responsible, uh, responsibility for their own lives. We are responsible for our lives and we cannot give responsibility to others if we want to um, go and evolve. We have to change this program, you know, yeah. that giving away our responsibility to others. Yeah, it's a big shift for a lot of people because especially if you're just brought up conventionally, you go along going, well, you know, your job is to fix me, you know, give me the pills, give me the surgery or whatever. It's, it's a bit of a shift going, I am now responsible as much as the, as the healer for my own awakening. I'm not sure even everyone who goes to see a healer is fully aware of that. It's, I mean, I try to, uh, obviously, these things happen with me as well. I came very much from a 3D background. Uh, so, but it's possible. But I think I try to explain people why certain things are happening, why I propose that we do these changes, you know, and uh, most people actually allow that to happen when I work with them. Well, I must say, just before I go on, that I've, I've had a session with Darius, and I, it was an amazing session. I learned so much and got so much out of the session. So I just want to throw that in there as we go on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, I, I went on the NHS website and had a look at the top five killer health issues in the UK, and they come up with cancer, heart disease, stroke, lung disease, and liver cancer. So these are the top five. Now, You've worked in cancer, so let's have a look at cancer. What, what about the kind of more holistic, multidimensional approach to cancer? There are many different types of cancers, of course, all with probably slightly different uh, causes. Can you say something about that? Yeah, maybe just uh, if, uh, if in the conventional medicine, uh, uh, disease is uh, addressed usually only on the physical uh, level. But yeah. if you see we have emotional, mental and spiritual level and maybe even higher level of a disease, in the holistic, uh, as many higher aspects should be addressed as well as the physical, right? Mm -hmm. So um, um, cancer, even though there may be similarities in certain types of cancer with other, uh, uh, with other people with the same type of cancer, it's still a very individual thing. So you have to take a very good history of the person. And uh, let's take, as one example, prostate cancer, right? Mm -hmm. Prostate cancer, what a lot of men suffer from, uh, it requires that um, uh, the cancer cells uh, in prostate cancer require androgen, the male hormone. Uh, uh, to multiply and to metastasize, to spread to other parts of the body. Mm. So if we can see, uh, if you have an, uh, you could say from an other dimensional perspective uh, that um, uh, uh, the male hormone represents male energy. So the male energy is perceived by the uh, person with a prostate cancer as aggressive, as destructive, 
as uh, as killing. So we would need to change uh, these things. That have, is typically with people with prostate cancer, what basically everyone has, right? Mm, mm. But we also have to see um, other emotional um, uh, things involved. You know, is uh, uh, do we need to release stress or fear or anger of the person? Because all negative emotions can suppress the frequency and in this way the immune system. Because we want to strengthen the immune system, right? Yeah. Yeah, then also uh, from a mental level, we would address uh, things, uh, other, uh, maybe uh, a cancer potentially are uh, diseases that can kill someone, even though someone has a, a desire to die, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, then we have to investigate that. Mm-hmm. Or does someone feel unworthy to live, you know? Certain things, or, uh, or what often is uh, uh, that feminine energy is seen as something negative. You know, so like which has been inbred in our culture for thousands of years. So we have to address these things as well. You know, then we have to check out: is there anything going on in the ancestral lineage? Is uh, family members have they had the disease? Maybe the person that I'm dealing with uh, uh, are they carrying the imprints from their ancestors? Right? Yeah. And these are things that can be cleared, aren't they? In a multidimensional healing session, you can clear those energies from ancestors. And that is right, that's part of the thing as well. The work, uh, the healing what I'm uh, performing is a multidimensional healing. So it addresses not only the uh, a person directly I'm working with, it goes along the ancestral lineage as well. It goes to parallel existences, it goes to past lives, and so on. How much of a factor is past lives in these illnesses, would you say, serious illnesses? Well, how much of that? Um, it's... It's it's very individual. When I work, I can tell you. When I work with people, at times I get uh, 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 in the middle of the healing information, uh, I, I get a picture of a past life, uh, and uh, I know that needs to be addressed. There's an imprint that needs to be cleared. Uh, that may happen maybe uh, a quarter of the people uh, when I'm working with that a past life pops up. Let me ask you about the emotional dimension, because I imagine something like heart disease is connected very much to emotional energies, love, and, and heart energies. Is that true? Uh, that's, yeah, yeah this, is, uh, this is one perspective, and uh, this is also, in one way, how I uh, address the whole thing. Um, uh, so so uh, we have negative emotions, fear, stress, sadness, anger, hysteria, guilt, and they often correspond to specific organ systems. Even in conventional medicine, we know that stress can go to the stomach and can cause gastritis or gastric ulcers. Uh, heart disease uh, uh, can be a lack of uh, love, a reflection of a lack of love, or uh, yeah, a disconnect from love, basically. Okay, what about lung? In Chinese medicine, that's usually uh, grief, I think. Is that right? That, that's right, yeah. Sadness, grief, that is correct. Right, so if someone comes in with lung disease, uh, one thing certainly we have to release sadness from the person. And um, uh, another thing is that uh, the lungs, uh, uh, it's not only bringing in um, oxygen to, uh, uh, for the body to function, but also life force. So another aspect is for people with lung disease is to connect them fully uh, with the flow of life force. And what about the liver, which is a seat of anger, I think, in Chinese medicine? That, that, that's that's correct. Yeah. So you have to release anger as uh, one of the things. Then on the physical, uh, like a liver disease, uh, obviously there are different reasons. This can be due to alcoholic disease. Yeah. It uh, uh, it can be uh, uh, due to uh, infection with uh, hepatitis viruses. There are several ones. So that would need to, to be addressed. If someone is alcoholic, then may uh, you would check out why are they alcoholic in the first place. 
right? Right. And uh, and uh, try to change that. If people have a viral disease, uh, uh, then I would do certain things in order uh, to release the viruses for, uh, and uh, virus particles from the person. Also, uh, reconnect them with the ability to heal themselves. Ultimately, the ability to heal ourselves lies within us. We just have to we have to reconnect with that and allow ourselves also to heal. Would you say you know? that ability to heal ourselves is, is comes from a belief in it? Well, I'm not sure I believe in it, or is it something much more deeper? It's uh, it's also it. I think it's uh, you can go. It's quite deep. It's uh, as humans, uh, from from my perspective, we are uh, uh, particles of the divine of all that is, and as such, we carry a lot of uh, potential within us, right? Yeah. And uh, so, so uh, for us to recognize uh, our origin, our true origin, and our true capacities, our abilities, is helpful uh, in order to uh, reconnect uh, and heal. Can I ask you the nature of like viruses and disease? Are some of these, would you call them conscious awareness, like intelligences that can be communicated with, for instance? I think uh, from uh, I think uh, a lot of uh, spiritual uh, uh, healers and teachers uh, would say that everything has consciousness, whether it's a stone or whether it's a dolphin, a whale, or a human, yeah. or a star. Uh, so uh, from that point of view, you can communicate with everything, right? And again, as I said before, it is I, uh, uh, a disease is not our enemy. Or uh, you can see it as an enemy. Obviously, this is a choice. But in order to heal, it's helpful to try to see the disease as a teacher. And you can try to communicate with the virus and ask the virus, what are you here to teach me? Right. That's incredible, isn't it? That's a, that's a revolution for some people, I think, to hear just that one statement. Amazing. Well, Darius, let me ask you specifically about work, because you work, if you, if you go on your website, I mean, I'm doing light body integration training, and I've done some divine healing. You, you, you have these tools that you work with. Can you say something about the tools and their effects on people, your clients? It's, um, if I just can say what's happening at the moment uh, on the planet, and I think uh, you have that addressed with other people. Uh, at the moment, our planet, the whole uh, universe is undergoing a, um, a massive shift uh, of consciousness or a, a dimensional shift where we move from the third dimension to the fifth dimension, which is called ascension. A lot of things that are happening on the uh, planet uh, uh, at the moment on a political, environmental uh, uh, level are a reflection of that. Mm. You know, you see the yellow vests in France or uh, other uh, upheavals all over the world. You see the changes in the climate. These are reflections of the rays of consciousness mm. you know, due to this ascension process. My work is um, uh, ultimately uh, there to help uh, people facilitate to undergo from the third to the fifth dimension. Mm. So everything what we had for thousands or hundreds of thousands of years, we have been experiencing this third dimensional reality in order to evolve, uh, in, uh, to learn, to experience polarity, good versus uh, evil, disease versus health, abundance versus scarcity. And uh, my tool is to help people to uh, uh, make the decision to undergo the ascension process, release what holds them here, and then also to uh, uh, make it possible for the soul and for the body uh, uh, to, uh, uh, to exist in the higher dimensions where the frequency is much, much higher. Right? So this is, um, uh, uh, this is the work I'm doing. Great. So you do things such as you, you work with the body consciousness, and the, uh, you work clearing astral devices, 
um, various other things, crystals in the body. Can you say something about the removal process, pulling out stuff from the body? Okay, let's, let's say uh, I have a, a client and uh, there's a medical problem <laughs> coming back to that and says uh, he or she complains about some uh, pain uh, in their neck. You know, they may have been to a doctor, x-rays were done, like nothing can be seen. So if I look at the person, I may see there is an uh, implant or uh, an entity attached to that. Yeah. And I have been, uh, 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 I have the ability, I've been uh, granted the gift uh, uh, to see these things and to remove them. Right, and then in this way, and um, physical symptoms can often disappear in an instant, wow. or can slowly get better. It, it, it depends uh, what uh, type of agreement the soul of the person had, you know. Absolutely, you're pulling out. Actually, can actually cause uh, massive problems in the body, and actually, you know, these foreign devices. Can you just say something about an astral device, for example? What is an astral device? Okay, so, so uh, we choose to experience uh, a certain, uh, to have certain experiences here. You know, for example, I choose uh, uh, to have uh, pain in my leg that I cannot walk around and I uh, experience limitlessness, uh, uh, limitations. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So in order to uh, have that uh, happening, I can allow a device to be implanted in my body, like a high-dimensional device, that affects me, that slows me down, that helps me to have this experience. Right. Mm -hmm. So same as a, a disease can be our teacher. So this device can be also uh, or an implant or an entity can be a teacher for us. It's not, not our enemy. Mm. But uh, by uh, so, so uh, in the process, uh, it, sometimes it, it may be necessary to really fully program the person again to choose not to be uh, without any limitations and then uh, uh, take the device or the implant out and uh, uh, or sometimes it can be uh, because it is not time to do that uh, it's just a simple removal process and uh, the problem is solved can you say something about entities the kind of different astral entities you come across because i'm sure some of these are linked to things such as addictions uh, which can cause illness of course yeah, uh, entities so, so they're forms of consciousness you know some people see them may see them as uh, uh, evil spirits, uh, I mean there are different ways to that, ultimately we all come from source, and uh, that can um, uh, not only cause physical symptoms, but they can also influence the uh, thought process of a person, right? Yeah. And in this way, uh, uh, for example, some people take uh, uh, some recreational drugs in order to uh, have a good time, to relax, and it can be that these entities stuck into the energetic fields and distort the perception of reality of the person. Mm. For example, that I see, oh, everything is fine, I'm completely relaxed, but uh, uh, that there is a um, uh, um, discordance between the actual reality and what the person perceives as their reality. Mm. Right? So in this way, an entity can uh, uh, influence uh, uh, a person's uh, mental process very much. Right. Yeah. You know, and how the how do they look like? Uh, uh, good thing is if you have ever seen the Alien movie. Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, at the very uh, the last year of the Alien, you know, some uh, of these uh, uh, entities can look like uh, um, an alien larvae. Right. Some yeah. other entities look like uh, jellyfish. Uh, some look like um, extraterrestrial praying mantises. You know, oh, right. so they have a very different forms. Uh, 
the universe is very creative in how to, how they manifest and how they look like. Yes. Would you say, I know it's slightly out of your field, but would you say a number of mental health problems could be caused by entities like this? You know, you see people talking to themselves, you wonder, who are they talking to? It's, I, I think entities can play a role, but I think often uh, where there's mental uh, health uh, problems, for example, if someone uh, uh, talks to people that are not in the room. Yeah. So what often is the case that uh, people, or what can be the case, uh, that people are open to see different dimensions. So they see things what uh, for most, most people cannot perceive and think the person is crazy. Mm. Right? So it can be that, um, um, that there is some entities involved, but it can be also that the person simply has access to other dimensions, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, and, um, uh, but it doesn't um, uh, bring into the equation what is our consensus reality, what does everyone, uh, all humans agree upon, and what is only what I see because I can see in other dimensions. Wonderful. Now... I guess if somebody wants to work with you, Darius, they can just contact you through the website. Is that the best way? Yeah, website, and I have my uh, email address in there, so this is the best way to contact me. Fantastic. Well, Darius, it's a fascinating subject, and we could have talked for a long time, but thank you so much for speaking with me today. Uh, Thank you very much, uh, Steve. I very much appreciate that. Mm -hmm.